Chapter One. Sex is the consolation you have when you can't have love. Gabriel Garcia Marquez. At the age of twenty-eight, there were things Lily should be immune to or come to expect, like colds and cheating boyfriends. Correction: cheating lovers. Really, she had no clear definition of what role Adam played in her life, and that was part of the problem. Of course, after she caught her fiance sexting another woman, you'd think she'd be more guarded. Nope. Instead, she went to Martha's Vineyard for a weekend, hooked up with a sexy Italian, gave him the benefit of the doubt, and agreed to their long distance, no strings attached, no dating or exchanging any bodily fluid with anyone else relationship. Ha! Once again, she found herself to be the butt of the joke. Lily fought back a sneeze and the terrible need to close heavy eyelids and drift into a sweet, spineless sleep. Except she already knew such sweet relief would be impossible to achieve for several reasons. First reason: it appeared she'd managed to catch a cold in the middle of September, the wonderful month when summer said its final farewell to autumn, when one could start saying goodbye to the stifling heat, welcome the cool, crisp air of fall, and go for long jogs against the backdrop of colorful leaves. Nope. Not her. Instead, she spent most of the day cuddling with her new BFFs, a box of tissues and antibiotics. How she managed to get out of bed and wiggle her way into her sexy "come get me, little black dress" was still a mystery. We could have rescheduled, the strong masculine voice said from across the table. She flashed her day to smile and tried her best to show some interest, because the second reason for sleep deprivation was why she had agreed to this blind date. Adam Aquilani. The lethally gorgeous, unflappable Formula One racer, the reason behind her superhuman strength. She needed to forget him and say a rivadarchi to her lover for the past year. No, I'm okay, just a little cold. In reality, she was b o r e d out of her brain, and every muscle in her body ached. She needed her bed. She was angry at Adam. He needed to stop occupying all of her functioning brain cells. Just the knowledge that he possessed the ability to penetrate her thoughts during this hour was irritating. She was done with him, wasn't she? Well, of course she was. She just needed to tell him, and she would do that first thing in the morning and interrupt his beauty sleep at wherever the hell he was at the moment. Morocco? No, Italy. He should be flying there now with his parents for a few days before flying back to Boston. Possibly jet lagged. She smiled as she considered his displeasure when she'd interrupt his sleep. Yes, the time difference suited her just fine. Although she would have preferred to catch him while he was in Morocco for his race. After a year of sleeping with him, she knew his days never started before nine in the morning, North America, Eastern Time Zone, regardless of the continent. She would call and tell him to go to hell. That was sure to bruise his inflated ego. She'd bet her beloved 1997 SL 320 convertible Benz that no female had ever given the great Adonis his walking papers. This would be a first. A sudden grating sound interrupted her thoughts as her phone chirped inside her tiny green purse on the table. She glanced at the thin watch around her wrist, probably one of her overly protective brothers checking up on her. She decided to ignore the call. Time to show some interest in. Oh, what was his name again? Shit. She couldn't remember her date's name. She just knew it wasn't Adam, and thank goodness for that. What's his name was sexy in his own way—tall, dark, and handsome. As a matter of fact, he even resembled the dark, brooding Italian she was getting ready to dump. Wait, could one dump a fuck buddy? She needed to check the etiquette on that, but not now.
She needed to focus and enjoy what's-his-name Paul. There, she remembered. She smiled in relief. Paul smiled back before ordering a bottle of wine. Okay, the wine would help. So, Paul, you must enjoy working with children. Small talk always lightened awkward situations. Her date's handsome face frowned a little, only to be replaced quickly with a smile. Of course, they're fun. See? She could do it. Her phone chirped again. Should you check to make sure all is well? Lily dismissed the suggestion with a slight wave. That's one of my overly protective brothers. Paul's face knitted in agreement. Oh, how many are there? Three, she answered casually as possible. No need to tell him her brothers had threatened to break the legs of her last boyfriend. Correction, ex-cheating scumbag fiancé. Paul choked on his water and flagged the waiter. It was obvious the thought of three protective brothers scared the guy a little bit. Lily didn't blame him. She wondered how Adam would react to her brothers. He'd most likely go toe-to-toe with them. Did he even know she had siblings? 